0: Today is Tuesday, March 15th, 2022, and your federal government is spending like drunken sailors inside of a whorehouse. Drunken sailors who can give themselves a 21% raise. That's right. The federal government gave themselves, the Congress gave themselves specifically, a 21% raise. Did you get a 21% raise this year? Nope. Most Americans lost out big, but Congress got a raise and has now been signed into law by the president just moments ago. These are thieves, ladies and gentlemen, but they're not the only thieves in America. Thieves in Texas have stolen nearly a thousand gallons of gasoline. You import the third world, you're going to get the third world. Veteran Fox News photojournalist has sadly been killed in Ukraine. And new polling shows that Democrats are deeply in trouble in Florida. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Uh, So this was passed in the middle of the
1: night, although Nancy Pelosi said two in the morning is not the middle of the night. It's a 20. 2,700-page omnibus spending bill, $1.5 trillion in spending, which will fund the government through September. Republicans had almost no victories in this bill, uh, except for the fact that they were able to not tie it to additional COVID funding. They wanted more COVID funding. The Democrats, Republicans got that stripped out. Otherwise, here's what's in this monstrosity of a bill that no one could have read if they tried. That's how detailed and complex it is.
0: Okay, trillions more of your dollars lit on fire by the federal government, by people who've never created a job, never created an industry, never created any type of ingenuity or advancement for the American people. They've done nothing but be parasites on the belly of the robust American economy and dying middle class. It is so bad. What they are doing right now, they just signed it. Seconds ago, Joe Biden signed this $1.5 trillion omnibus bill. These things should be illegal and it should be illegal to do this show without being in a tie and a suit. How you like your boy, Benny, with our new background? We thought we'd look all sharp. Got the new background and... We're coming in hot from Nashville. That's why our show is a little bit late today. We were filming the Candace Owens show this morning. It's going to be a really fun show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope the makeup's still on so that we're looking all freshy fresh because we've been up for a long time. Crack of dawn and... Crack of my mask over my nose as the stewardess screams at me. Why do we still have to wear masks on airplanes? Why do we still have to wear masks on airplanes? I'm flying from a red state in Florida where mask mandates are illegal to a red state Tennessee where mask mandates are illegal to film with the Daily Wire. Why am I having to wear a mask? Why? Why do I have to wear a mask only in the air when there are filters on the airplane, but yet there are filters nowhere else? there are extremely versatile and useful hepa filters on these airplanes and i have to wear a mask why why it's like a faucian dystopian nightmare up in the sky i like it's like fauci's wet dreams of wet masks clinging to your face still lives in the air above america it's insanity what we do on airplanes why why do we still do that what is the purpose? Why am I able to look at a British Airlines tweet from exactly seven minutes ago, British Airlines saying on March 16th, that's this week, our face mask policy is changing where there's a clear destination you're traveling to doesn't require a face mask on board. You don't have to wear a face mask. Please continue to respect your fellow passengers' mask preference. Oh, okay. Okay. So why are the Brits, why are the Canadians, why is the rest of the Anglosphere leading the way as it pertains to freedom in their countries, yet our country is still bogged down in mask hell? Again, Dr. Fauci's dystopian nightmare wet mask dream still lives in the skies. I still had the mask and there was a snippy, snipey little mask Nazi on my flight who kept saying, pull your mask up. Over your nose, you've you've. Uh, if you've flown, you definitely know these people. These are the kind of people that were like, that will be like. I would have been the one standing up against the regime, right? When it when you see a photo of a fascist and evil regime, I would have been the one standing up and protesting. Yeah, right, man. You're the ones who, if given the singular, if given an instant. To use a fascist tactic against us, to control us normal Americans, you extort it to the fullest extent. Have you been on a flight with a overzealous flight attendant who's drunk on power telling you to pull up your mask? Oh man, I bet you have. Misery loves company. And our first story today is the most miserable thing you will hear all week. That's right. As your Pocketbook gets lit on fire. Gas prices go through the roof. And as inflation gnaws, gnaws away 10% inflation in the month of February. 10%. That's the highest ever on record. Highest ever. It is now official. Brandon is a failed president. Highest inflation on record that inflation gnaws away at everything you have saved and preserved and tried to keep for your family. The Federal Reserve says there's $5,300 is the average American savings in their savings account, $5,300. And that same Federal Reserve is saying that over $3,000 is what the inflationary and new gas prices will cost Americans, therefore deleting the middle class. So while that's your reality, Congress has voted themselves a 21% increase in their pay. Is your blood boiling like the boiling oil? That the administration wants you to pay five bucks a gallon for. Just drove in from the airport, five bucks a gallon through Tampa. Five dollars, five dollars, five dollars. Tampa, Florida. This is not a high tax state. This is not a high pl- tax uh, uh place. And it's five bucks a gallon down my street. What's your gas prices? Five dollars a gallon. Five billion dollars in the 2022 Legislative branch funding portion, boosting the pay of House members. That's right. This according to RollCall.com, boosting the pay of the Capitol Police because they did just such a bang up job uh, over the last couple of years and boosting the pay of those obnoxious interns who are the kids of hedge fund managers who got that position because their daddy donated to the senator's or the congressman's campaign, and that kid is going to hang up the phone on you when you call to complain that you can't afford gas anymore. That's right. That kid's getting a raise. Did you get a 21% raise this year? Again, is your blood boiling? If not, why? Reading to you from the article, the legislation would provide a $774 million for the members representational allowance what that means is staffing the MRA means staffing dc loves to drown you in acronyms they love to drown you in these little like you know this this and this and this it means their staffing budgets okay Ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst tactics of the communist is to try and just silence your voice. They don't believe in free speech. They don't even believe in ideas that are different than theirs. It's a religion for these people. That's why deplatforming is one of their greatest tools. They want to take you off the internet. Build your own internet, the commies say. And you know, one company went out and did it. That's why we're proud to partner with RightForge. RightForge is a company that went out and built their own internet, their own servers, their own hardware in order to keep conservatives online. It's the only internet company devoted to core American values like free speech. On the front lines against the leftist cancel culture is RightForge and conservatives like me are threatened by big tech deplatforming. That's why I'm very proud to say that The BennyJohnson.com platform is completely hosted by RightForge. They're helping also bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domains to RightForge.com, the real American internet. It's time to support a company that supports you and supports American values and supports free speech. RightForge, ladies and gentlemen, the true American internet. A $134 million increase year over year. That's a 21% boost from the previous fiscal year. The largest increase in history is happening this year for Congress, for their staff. Did you get a 21% pay increase? By the way, what kind of a job has Congress done? Have they done a great job? What do you think? What's been the uh, job of Congress? How have they been doing? Do you think they deserve a raise? Wow, they certainly do. And they can vote themselves a raise. Isn't that something else? Isn't it Ben Franklin who said as soon as uh, Congress and people see that they can vote themselves riches out of the Treasury, the nation will be done for? Well, we've, we're here. Ladies and gentlemen, the Senate got $1 billion for salaries and operations. The Senate takes $1 billion. The Senate is a $1 billion industry. You should get no salary for serving in government. You should have no staff. Your family should have to work for you or volunteers. You should get no allowance. You should work from home, by the way, like the rest of us, if you're in the federal government. We should legitimately close down D.C. I'm a purist in close down D.C., and this is why. The bill provides $7 million for Senate intern pay. Oh, okay. $7 million for interns to go and shuffle papers and flick paper clips at each other. Trust me, I lived in D.C. I know what a racket this is. This is breathtaking. This is a bailout to the kids of the people who donated to the senators. This is exactly what this is. The people who donate to the senators and the people who donate to the members of Congress, their kids get internships and their kids get jobs in the offices. And this is essentially a payback to their donors. It's disgusting. Both Republicans and Democrats, all of you should be ashamed of yourselves. The bill is essential to keeping our democracy and legislative branch functioning and safe. How many times have you heard that? Jack Reed, Democrat, Rhode Island, resign in disgrace, Jack Reed. The architect of the Capitol will receive 700 more, 700 million, that's 98 million, so 100 million more dollars. This year, the architect of the Capitol, in order to make their offices prettier, these people should work from home, just like everyone else. We should shut DC down. We should shut it down Dip it in lacquer, dip it in bronze, make it a pretty place that people can go see. Make Congress work from home. This is insanity. The legislative session should be two weeks. Fund the military, fund the border. That's it, the end. That's it. That's what it used to be. You know, people in Congress used to have like jobs and careers. Man, this the, the, the government is so obese, so grotesque. The agency would be directed to put a plaque on the Western Front of the Capitol honoring uh, law enforcement and agencies that responded to the January 6th, 2021 attack on the Capitol. There you go. Your tax dollars at work. January 6th commemorative plaque. There you go. Congressional Budget Office would get $60 million. That's $3.4 million. So everyone's just getting a huge raise. The Publishing Office gets a $7 million raise. The Government Accountability Office gets a $58 million raise. Where's the accountability in that? How about the accountability of you guys all using this as a slush fund? The Library of Congress will receive a $37 million increase. Are you furious yet? Are you pissed off? Man, man, this is really so enraging. The truth is this. If you've lived in Washington, D.C., if you know Washington, D.C., and if you've lived there, then you understand how this game works. There is no such thing as real money. That's why the happy hours in D.C. are the most expensive in America. That's why the beers in D.C. are the most expensive at Nationals Park, where the Washington Nationals play. That's why the gasoline is so expensive in America. There's a gasoline station that's really close to the Senate. It's right across the street from the Senate, right near the Heritage Foundation. It's as close as you can get I mean, You could throw a baseball, hit the gasoline station attendant. That gas is like two bucks higher than anywhere else in the city. How do they get away with it in a free market? Because it's not a free market. That gasoline at that station is always and perpetually being swiped the cards of bureaucrats and government agencies. They all get credit cards that you pay for. They all get credit cards. The cops who fill up there, the senators who fill up there. The congressmen who fill up there, all their staff, all their drivers, they all fill up at that station, and that station charges $7. That station's like $7 gas year-round. Why? Because it's the government cards getting swiped, and everyone knows it. It is proof positive that there is fraudulence in our government and in our systems, and no one even cares, because you're paying for it. As long as you are the person paying for it, then fine. I am 100% in total agreement That every single travel stipend should be shut down. Every member of Congress should have to pay for these gas prices. Every member of Congress should have to pump gas themselves. And we should be able to watch them do that to see if they can actually pump gasoline into their own car if they even know what they're talking about. This is the biggest problem. We have an elected class and a political class and a political elite that is so far removed from the way that normal Americans live and act and eat and breathe They are not us. They don't live like us. They don't feel our pain. And that is what's leading to this current moment where we are seeing the nation start to tip over. You ever thought you'd see this kind of stuff, these kind of headlines in America? Thieves steal 1,000 gallons of gas from a family-owned gas station in Houston as prices soar. Here's the clip of the, the... Uh, thieves stealing the gasoline. Gas theft. You remember seeing headlines like this from communist Venezuela? People eating zoo animals and stealing gasoline and like highway robbery? You remember seeing all the trains getting looted in LA and all the discarded boxes from the trains being looted with all the Amazon packages in LA? They have to reroute trains because there's corridors where there's so much theft that goes on in Los Angeles from a train. Well, you import the third world and you get the third world. That's pretty much it. If you have an immoral society, you're going to get immoral people doing immoral things. Here's the thieves stealing gas in Houston.
1: Xavier, this gas station feeling the hurt at the pump because that owner tells me thieves allegedly rolled over these lids and stole the gas right up from under them. The way they did it is very sneaky. Jerry Thiel says surveillance video outside of his family's gas station on Fuquay in Southwest Houston shows thieves who've been stealing gas. The green van seen here, he says. They had a trap door in their vehicle and uh, they would put a hose down there and uh, suck it out with the pump. The alleged thieves, he says, hit his Chevron three times last week and tried for a fourth. So each time they were there about like 15 to 20 minutes in a high traffic time. After noticing a deficiency in his stores three days in a row. About like 350 uh, gallons of diesel. Jerry began combing through surveillance and noticed a pattern. I started seeing this this van just parked over there. Saying he later realized that this black SUV was there playing lookout. In all, he says the thieves stole over 1,000 gallons of gas.
0: If you import the third world, you're going to get the third world. What do you think is going to happen? This is the kind of stuff that you're used to seeing in failed and collapsed states now happening here in our country. A family-owned gas station in Houston, says the Daily Mail. Texas lost out on nearly $5,000 after a group of thieves stole 1,000 gallons of gas last week. The series of brazen daylight thefts come as Americans are becoming increasingly desperate for cheap fuel. Gas prices have been rising steadily since Russian forces invaded Ukraine in February. Garbage, trash. Who put this in my script? This is t- this is not true. Okay, not true. What led to World War II? Well, there's a lot of factors, but one of the leading ones was inflation. The German mark became worthless for the German people because of stupid policies. It was like a billion marks to buy a loaf of bread. Does that sound familiar? Have you checked the price of grain recently in America? This is what out of control inflation for a fiat currency looks like. Insane markups on everything from fuel to houses to used cars to bread. Get ready. It's going to hit you in the grocery store soon. Hedge against this type of insanity by investing in something real, real value right now. Gold and silver from Birch Gold is a time-tested mark of value. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into tax-sheltered IRAs backed by gold and silver. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help you protect your savings. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. There's no obligation to get this info. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free info kit now. Go gold right now before it's too late. Gas prices have been rising steadily since Joe Biden was elected president. And we've shown you that graph many, many times. Now they've begun to just skyrocket up after the Russian invasion. And the global instability of gas But once again, the only reason that's happening Is because your elites listen to a Swedish teenager Instead of common sense And instead of utilizing the wonderful precious natural resources That we have right here in this country That God gave our country Making your life more stable, secure, and cheaper No, they decided to go to the worst people on earth And get gasoline These people are evil and they hate you So that line isn't true. These prices have been rising since Joe Biden was elected. But now today they are the highest ever. Americans are becoming more desperate on cheap gasoline. TMZ reporting that thieves have been drilling holes into gas tanks and shimmying under chassis of cars to drill holes and catch fuel before it hits the ground. Unbelievable. The way they they did this is very sneaky. They said that the van pulled up and they did it right in front of the customers, and they were able to get to the gas, which was underground through the van. The group of thieves hit his Chevron station three times last week and tried for a fourth. Each time they were there about 15 to 20 minutes in high traffic, and he later realized that a black SUV was playing a lookout aid for the crime. In total, they stole over 1,000 gallons of gas. We had locks on our fill caps. Still, they were coming in, and I think they were locking it with their own locks. Incredible! I need to have them see me going after them to scare them away. Yeah, the, the, now the attendants, the poor attendants at the gas station, now running after the the thieves who have stolen five thousand dollars in gasoline from them. This is a country on the brink, ladies and gentlemen. It's a country on the brink. The gas station attendant says. In this kind of job, every penny counts. We cannot afford to lose another gallon. Yeah. Well, you know what? Desperate times, desperate measures, and all I have to say on the subject is blame a Joe Biden voter. You don't like what's going on in the country? You can blame a Joe Biden voter. I'm a, a, I've been alive, which means I've been alive for more than two years. I've been alive more than two years, which means I remember $2 gasoline, cheap groceries, and no wars and mean tweets. And that's what I voted for. You must have voted for the other guy. What's the meme from Indiana Jones? He chose poorly. Yeah, y'all chose poorly. 81 million of you. I will accept your unconditional apology as long as you promise not to move to Florida and ruin everything here. Like locusts. Fox News photojournalist Pierre Zarwinski has been killed in Ukraine. Very sad day. Just an update here from Ukraine. Uh, A photojournalist from Fox News was killed. It's a war zone, ladies and gentlemen. This happens. Happened in Iraq, happened in Afghanistan. The people out there who who are bravely covering the front lines, um, sometimes and tragically, they perish. Pierre Zerwinski was killed outside of Kiev in Ukraine. He was in a news team vehicle that was struck by incoming fire. It is with great sadness and a heavy heart that we share the news this morning regarding our beloved cameraman, Pierre Zarwinski, Fox News CEO Susan Scott, wrote in a memo. Pierre was with Benjamin Hall yesterday. Benjamin Hall was the on-air reporter that you may recognize from Fox News that was also struck by incoming fire. I believe we don't have an update on Benjamin Hall. He was in the emergency room. Uh, You can see Pierre there in the mustache, I believe. Uh, and Benjamin Hall is the la- last we heard is in the emergency room. We pray safe there. Uh, 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 the health of Benjamin Hall. We pray for Pierre's family and we are deeply saddened by this news. Poll Democrat Miami-Dade County approves of Ron DeSantis in 28 point swing. Talk about some good news to end your day with. We always try and put in good news. Uh, speaking with Candace today, I was like, you know what I like about your show? is that it's optimistic like we yell about libs but it's we have a fun time doing it and we're laughing and we're making jokes and we need more of that because we need people to be happy warriors if you're angry warriors or if you're depressed warriors you're not going to attract people to your side you're not going to bring people in you need to bring people in so as much as we can on this show and I got to tell you dear viewers ladies and gentlemen I love you, but sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to be optimistic. I'm optimistic at heart, but sometimes it's so difficult because, man, it is some depressing news cycles right now. But the good and happy warriors will see through the darkness and it is always darkest before the dawn. And so we will always bring you good news in our shows. We will never do fully depressing news. And here is the good news for today. In the most Democrat county in Florida, this is the famous Miami-Dade County, right? The one with the hanging chads, George W. Bush, if you were around long enough to remember that. This is the county where they're always trying to do, they're always trying to bamboozle some little things, right? When Ron DeSantis won his governorship, you remember Miami-Dade, they they stopped counting, right? They were trying to pull all the tomfoolery, trickery, and complete garbage, right? Uh, And they stopped counting. There was like, there were like, all this all this weird stuff going on in Miami-Dade. They had this corrupt official that was in charge of the counting there. Ron DeSantis, of course, won. They weren't expecting that. Uh, but he won by a very thin margin. Not anymore. Not anymore. And even in that county that supposedly was, a te- you know, they were trying to pull all the funny math, right? Fuzzy, funny math. They were trying to do all this late night stop counting thing. You saw this in Michigan. You saw this in Uh, Virginia this last time, right? Where counties like, you saw it in Georgia, where counties just like stopped counting or you didn't get the numbers. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, election transparency is important. And what is important is that you are open-eyed and able to see a process ongoing. All Americans want and all we ever want is fair and free elections that are auditable and verifiable and that one person equals one vote. It's not too much to ask for. It is not too much to... Say, hey, listen, you need an ID to get on the plane. I just hopped off a plane. They asked me for my ID like five times, okay? Like you want to order a drink at the airport. I didn't. I wish I had, but I would get carded there. You get carded to get a pack of cigarettes. So what's more important, cigarettes, booze, flying, or your vote? I would absolutely argue that there's only one that will be the determinator of your children's future, and that will be your vote. And that is why I'm very proud of the parents in Florida determining their children's future is going to be free, damn it, even in Democrat-controlled, corrupt Miami-Dade. That's right, 28-point swing for Ron DeSantis, winning in a landslide in the most, I mean, there's been no vote yet, but by polling, he is destroying inside the most Democrat county in Florida. Man, Florida is lost for Democrats for a very, very long time, hopefully forever. Let's read the article from Breitbart.com. Democrat South Florida County Miami-Dade gave Governor Ron DeSantis high favorability ratings on Monday, according to a Bendex and Armandi poll. Miami-Dade electorate handed DeSantis a seven-point margin of favorability in a county where Democrats have 163,000 more registered voters than Republican. The poll was conducted with 39% Democrats and 37% Republican respondents, so even the poll itself was weighted towards Democrats. The poll sampled 800 people uh, in mid-March, with a margin of error of three plus minus three. Miami-Dade has been a Democrat stronghold for years. For instance, DeSantis in 2018, uh, when he was running against Andrew Gillum, Uh, won the state by 21 percentage points, representing a 28-point swing in four years. In 2016, Hillary Clinton won Miami-Dade with over 30 percentage points. So this has been a huge Democrat stronghold. In 2020, Biden won the county by a margin of seven percentage points. Comparing Biden victory to Monday's polling, DeSantis earned a 14-point swing in two years. The terrible polling for Democrats seems to hinge on Hispanic voters. 51% of Biden view Biden negatively, that is the Hispanic voting population. Among Cuban Hispanics, Biden's approval, disapproval, uh, correction, climbs to 59%. 37% of Cubans said that they have a favorable favorable view of the president. In contrast, both DeSantis and former President Donald Trump hold a 55% approval rating among Cubans. Wow. Why is it that they won't bring in more Cuban dissidents? Yikes. In my neighborhood, there are a ton of Cuban Hispanics, and those Cuban Hispanics were marching down the road when I moved here, march, screaming F communism and F Fidel Castro. This was when there was like a Cuban uprising in, in Cuba this summer. Of course, the Biden administration did nothing to help them out. Well, you can now see why. The poll revealed that Trump trounces, uh, uh, trounces Biden, and he trounces DeSantis in the 2024 primary. Uh, Donald Trump, very, very popular uh, in that population and very, very popular in that part of the state. Uh, There's a cleavage in the Hispanic vote between Cuban and non-Cuban Hispanics. For Democrats, to enjoy this type of margin they've historically been accustomed to in Miami-Dade, they need to get back to the basics. Yeah, what's that What's that mean? This is from a pollster, Ferdinand Armandi, at the Miami Herald. Yeah, what's back to the basics? Hey, vote for me and I won't let it get to $12 gas. Vote for me and I'll make sure that your grocery bills continue to triple year over year. Your savings become worthless. The American dollar becomes worthless. Vote for me and I'll make sure there's 379,000 genders. And that we push total and complete indoctrination, sexual indoctrination on your children. Yeah, that's a really, that's an awesome pitch for conservative and Christian Hispanics. They, that's totally why they fled their corrupt nations to come here. These people. No, no, no. They're lost forever. And by the way, the Wall Street Journal had a poll just last just last week saying that Hispanics are just clobbering Biden. This is parsing out Cuban Hispanics. Which are absolutely conservative, but this is saying that the Wall Street Journal was saying that uh, all Hispanics by measure in America are swinging wildly right. Very, very bad signs for the Democrats and very, very good news if you want a free nation. And hmm, maybe they'll finally close the border if these numbers play out in 2022. We will see. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you for tuning in to our later show today. I want to thank you for watching. My name is Benny Johnson. This is The Benny Show. We stand for God, family, country on this show. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's keep fighting. Let's keep memeing. Let's go save America. See ya.